eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Racula Von Dracula. All hail the King of Ginger Ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? That's a new one. Racula Von Dracula. Well, it's, it's Dorktober themed. I figured it made a lot of sense. It, to do, do it a makes horror. a ton of it's sense. Scary. It's super scary. A ton of I, sense. I figured we would do it. Ryan, we're going to do something special today. Yeah. We're going to do a list of sorts. Nobody does this. Nobody does these things. It's no. rare. You can't find them on the internet anywhere. You know, People it, need lists. And it came to me, this idea came to me in a dream, if you can believe that. Was it a nightmare? Uh, I was trying desperately not to fall asleep. Mm. But then I did, and I yeah. came up with this idea, and I'm like, that would be brilliant for a podcast if we did like rank things yep. and put them in order of how much we like them. And not only that, but we're going to do something a little bit different, and that is best of the decade. Because we are closing in on yet another decade. This decade's almost over. Two months left. Easy come, easy go. Did you have a good decade? A lot I of think things so. change in a, a lot decade. Of thing, a lot of things change in a decade. Wow. I, I just, that's a lot to think about. Yeah. That's a lot to unpack. Uh, this time in the year of our Lord, 2010. Yeah. What were you doing? What uh, were you up to? I was just about to get married. Wow. 10 years. That's right. Yeah. So you've been married almost 10 years. 10 years. Well, congratulations to you and yours. Not yet. We haven't made it yet. No, I know. I don't want to jinx it. No, and I think we discussed it once. Uh, we said when we get married, she has an opt-out clause this year. Is that right? She, yeah. 10 years is the opt-out. It's the opt-out. That's We're, probably can, fair. I think everybody should put that in. We can just, she can just walk. Clean. Yep. Is it, it's, and it's a player option. It's a player option. Ooh, yeah. All the controls in her hands. It's all in her hands. Now, have you kind of gotten a sense on which way she's leaning? Um, I've been on my best behavior. Yeah. It's kind of like the... Um, like a financial and spiritual and emotional Santa Claus. That's I didn't want to say anything. I did think it was a bad sign when she hired Scott Boris. Yeah, it's bad. That's usually bad. not good. That usually means she's looking at other clubs. Right you know what's, you know what's going to happen is yeah. if I want, if she wants in, I'm going to get absolutely scraped. Yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? But that's all right. 
But that's all right. That's what you, you want to do. Keep top talent. I like, that's a good idea. I think more people would get married if they knew there was like a 10-year opt-out. Opt 10 years, nothing to sneeze at, though. No, and we built a good team. We built a good team around her. That's so, a good, you know, that's a good she's point. the centerpiece of the team. I feel like the fact that you guys have a team makes it more likely for her to pick up right. that option. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that might be the way to go is say, yep. listen, we need to get this done. All part of the plan. But, Ryan, this decade is almost over, as we just said. The 2010s, is that what we call it? The 10s? I don't like that. I don't, I hate, I, yeah, it's better than the aughts. I didn't like the aughts either. 70s make sense. <laughs> 80s make sense. 90s make sense. Aughts and 10s, I don't like it. I don't like it either. Just the last decade. Mm-hmm. The last decade. But it's because it's hashtag Dorktober, and because we're talking about horror movies, I had a really impressive idea. Top 13. I What's like scarier that. than 13? Something. Well, I didn't want to do 666 movies that either. too much. That would have been a while. That's too much. But this is... So what we did is we came together. You had a list about top 15. Yep. I had a list top 15, and we, we melded those together. So whatever movie Davey thought was the best movie... Best horror movie of the decade. That got 15 points and on down the line. And then so we, we blended ours together because you're going to see there's some on this list that I am not a huge fan of. And same for you. But this mm-hmm. is the official hashtag dork top 13 uh, for horror movies. We did sort of a similar-ish topic last year. We were doing like newer horror movies. But this is, this is better because this is official. We are on the record yeah. now. And it's a whole decade of, it's of stuff. It's a whole goddamn decade. And it's 10 years of horror films. And I would like to reiterate, no one has ever done this before. This was totally yeah. our idea. No, I know. I think that's an important thing. And I'm proud of us. Putting out there. Well, yeah. I think it could start a trend. My other issue, or my other thing, Ryan, is I would say going through all of these, I ranked close to like 40. I was just going through like all these ones that I've seen. I think maybe outside the 70s, which can give you Halloween, Jaws, The Exorcist, uh, Dawn of the Dead, and I'm missing some. Like those, like as, as a heavy hitters. Night of Living Dead was early. That was 68. Uh, 68. Yeah, 68. But still, but like 70s and then 80s, maybe. But this is better than the 90s and it's better than the aughts. This is I, a really yeah. good decade for horror. And you brought this. Well, I thought of the idea of ranking them, but you had yeah. the idea to do this this yeah. episode. Yeah, I did. And, um, I'm an idea man. You're I an idea. on energy. Yeah. And I'm more of a you know nuts and bolts. Nuts and bolts. Yeah. Um, sneaky good decade. Really? Like I was looking through and you know we had some that I didn't think of that you thought of and you know yeah. there were just so many to choose from and again kind of a, a golden age for horror movies. It you know? really is and it, it you know it, it restored the faith. I think a lot of people would say the horror fan. A bit of a, a renaissance. I, I would say because it wasn't all there were a lot of re, uh, remakes and sequels mm-hmm. or as I call them requels. There's yep. a lot of those. Yep. But still on our list you're going to notice a lot of real original ideas. Yes. Which again the 90s did not have a lot of. Like, the 90s, you could pick out, like, Scream and Candyman and, and like, yeah, yeah. a couple of good ones. But for the most part, it was, uh, we don't know what we're doing, and now we're just going to copy those movies. Yes. And then the 2000s, I don't, there's not really that many memorable ones. I guess, like, the Paranormal Activity series started in the, in the uh, two, early was, 2000s, like, yeah. mid, mid to late 2000s. I was going to say Blair Witch, but that was 99. That was all, yeah, that, that, that snuck in there to help yep. the 90s a little bit more. But so the 2010s, which we have not come up with a better name for, we are uh, going to go through, and right away, Controversy. Ryan. What would a healthy relationship be without a little bit of back and forth? You know, that means dork debate. Dork debate. Dork debate right out of the chute. So coming in at number 13 is actually two movies because there was no way to break this tie. Because again, they you know we gave you the point system and how we did it. But this was one where this was on my list, not on Davies. And then same uh, the other way. And they were ranked at the exact same spot. Because usually the obvious tiebreaker is, well, if Davey had something ranked 
eighth and I had it ranked ninth. Well, eighth wins. Yeah. But these were both, whatever our numbers were, they, they lined up identical. And it's funny because it's a movie that you really don't like and it's a movie that I really don't like. Yep. So why don't you tell us your movie first? So my movie that sneaks in, it's it snuck in, right? And I, 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 it's not that good of an idea, but I thought the acting was excellent and I thought that the... Uh, why don't, just just it. Just the oh, why don't you tell us the name of the movie? Why don't you tell me the name of the movie you want to see? The name of the movie is A Quiet Place, mm. starring John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. John Krasinski, sorry, and Emily Blunt. Krasninski. Yeah, I couldn't. Crans? <laughs> Cran. Crams. 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 Um, I did really enjoy this movie. Um, I liked that. Um, I liked the relationship between the characters. I liked the idea. Um, you obviously you're a big plot hole guy. I didn't care for it. And There's I guess, several plot holes. Yeah, and I guess we can kind of spoil some of these movies a little bit here and there. We'll let mm-hmm. you know if we really get into it. But I just thought there was too many things where they created a pretty cool universe. They created a you can't make a noise or these creatures mm-hmm. come and get you. That's fine. But there was too many things in it where I was like, well, you wouldn't do that. I don't feel bad for you because you did do that. You did do that stupid thing. Yeah, you yeah. really shouldn't have done that. That's kind of on you. For example. If you were in any kind of apocalypse situation and yep. it looked like the end was nigh, mm-hmm. would you want to bring another person into that world? I tell you what, I would. I would very much. If the, I knew the world was ending, yeah, soon, yeah, I would engage in the act of making a child mm-hmm. as much as I could, sure, but not actually go through with it. No, coitus interruptus. Oh yes, all over the place. Yep, <laughs> like everywhere, but everywhere. everywhere yeah. The other problem is Ryan, the rhythm method. I don't know how many people are. Not to get crass oh, here, that's at not the risk blue. of being yeah. crass, but how many people are so silent when they do it? Like both be. parties. You got to be. Quiet intercourse. I mean. I guess you could do it by the waterfall. You, you got to yeah. keep it, you know, lower than the water. Yeah. Or you could have just like, I don't know, moved to where the waterfall was and just Yeah, just set there. up shop there. Yeah. Just all day. Yeah. You know, you're your own waterfall. Again, not to be crass. Yeah. But that's sort of what we're, that's what I would be envisioning there. But then, you know, I didn't you like the movie, secret. Ryan. You didn't like it, no. And I was also, the movie uh, got such great reviews that sometimes that works, for me anyway, it kind of goes against the movie because like, I'm like, everybody told me how good it was. It was, I think at the moment I saw it, it was 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. It has since come down a little bit, but it's one of the better reviewed horror movies of all time. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I don't know. And this shouldn't affect this movie, by the way, but it, they're making a sequel, which I can't imagine that's going to be good. Uh, I mean, horror sequels rarely are. Yeah, they are. But well, you're on this hip, you you're to. on your hipster bullshit now where you just like, Am you, I? oh, yeah, well, no. something's popular. You, you automatically I don't like, like it. I don't care for it. Yeah. I want to go home and have a craft beer. You say, what's the big whoop? Like I, didn't, I didn't like it. So you have a yeah. quiet place. And so the, the listener out there, you can hit us up at Dork Podcast on Twitter or dorkpodcast at gmail.com on the emails. Break this tie. I'm going with a movie that came out at the very, very beginning of the decade, Shutter Island. Which uh, wasn't on my list for no, what? it wasn't. It's not, it's not a horror movie. Yes, it is. Um, yes, it is. But it, like, it ain't, though. What kind of movie do you think it is? It's a garbage movie. <laughs> no, it's not garbage. Take that back, or we're gonna end. The, we're gonna end it right now. Uh, um, I just thought, okay, this is. Uh, I hate I, saying this. I, I hate saying this. This is because you have a big Scorsese beef. No, I don't. I don't have a Scorsese beef. I but I do. I do. But that's not the reason why. I think it's horror. It's not. You just think it's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. It's garbage. No, so I, it's a psychological thriller. Yeah. I am one of these people that happen to think that most thrillers are horror. So you would say like Silence of the Lambs is a horror. Movie. I would. I got okay. into an argument with my wife and her sister about it. Yeah, I you know I don't know which side where I land on that, but um, <laughs> you got to choose a side. This I hate saying things like this, but oh, I uh, I read the book. 
Mm. Well, conversation over then. And the book is excellent. There's yeah, so a lot is the of, movie. Um, but there's just, you know when you do that and they're like, they leave so much out? Well, you know what? They they did leave a lot in, Ryan. They left enough in. They left enough in where it was and like again, a shell at the, of it. at the risk of really just spoiling away the whole film, kind of a Shyamalan twist. Yeah, twist. Yeah, yeah. Twist. So there's number 13. You guys can decide. Again, break the tie. A Quiet Place or Shutter Island. Mm-hmm. All right, Ryan, take away number 12. So at number 12, we have a movie called You're Next, Ooh. which is probably, in terms of killing, one of my favorites. Like, there's a lot of really? death in this movie. So you have... It's it's the it's the common setup where you have the uh, the family all coming together for a weekend at mm-hmm. their at their house in the mountains or whatever, and the uh, the shit hits the fan so to speak. Okay, and there are these people wearing animal masks who are shooting crossbows into the house, killing people, picking off family members one by one, and it is probably like the most it's like almost like some black comedy elements to it, but it's basically the horror version of Home Alone, mm. where traps are being set. You know, maybe some razor wire, like neck level, like right across a door, something oh, I like, like that. that. Um, and just one of those movies that's, uh, as a horror fan, you know, you watch and you know the setup, you know what's going to happen, you know there's going to be some sort of twist that someone's responsible for this. Um, someone in the house, obviously. That's uh, is also filmed on a budget, one million dollars. One million dollars. Not a lot of big name actors in there. The only guy. No, I, there isn't. The only guy I recognized is the guy who's in all the Farrelly Brothers movies. He's the guy who owned. Uh, if you've seen Hall Pass, he's the guy who owned the house with the panic room. Um, Kurt Schilling's been in here because uh, I know him. That guy. <laughs> okay. He's, he plays yeah. the father all right. of, the, of the family. So that's the only guy I recognize. I like that. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right, I'll check that one out. That one I don't think I've seen. Although when you said the pig man or the animal mask it sounds familiar but i'll have to check that one out yeah check it out for sure so that ranked very high on your list so that comes in at number 12 number 11 sinister which came out in 2012 this is the one that was uh directed co-written by scott derrickson who did mm-hmm. dr strange and that's why i think this dr strange uh madness of the the multiverse is going to be really good and scary because this guy's got horror uh and, stuff and this is seat. one that, that snuck up on me is this one with the hawk man this is the hawk one man. with the hawk man this yeah. is the one with ethan hawk and this is another one where uh, you you stay through there to the ending, like I know that you will, and it'll kind of mess you up a little bit. Yeah, I thought and, it was pretty crazy. And like I said, I thought this was going to be lame, like you know. And I kept for for the longest time kept getting this confused with Insidious, like Sinister and Insidious. Hundred percent confused. All same the time. way. I actually like both. This is definitely better than Insidious. Oh, it's yeah. scarier than Insidious. But yeah, they all came out around the same time. I think Insidious might have been two thousand ten. This was just a couple years later. But it's pretty messed up. Like, and this one kind of stuck with yeah. me for a little bit after I saw it too. Yeah, I was like I was like actually scared. And this isn't like you know, but the whole thing with you see the family with the tree and everything like mm. that. Mm. Anytime little kids are involved, oh, there's kids. There's plenty of those. There's also um, whether you like them or not, a lot of jump scares, which will get you too. Yeah, that'll scare you. Yeah, that'll, that'll 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 get you going a little bit. All right, so Sinister is number eleven. I'm um, number ten, and this is a movie. That I have was, also not seen. By it was way, in my top five, and the only reason it's at number ten is because you haven't seen it yet. Right. Um, I I think when you see this movie and just how batshit insane this movie is, you're gonna you're gonna love it. And that movie is Mandy, starring Nicolas Cage. I've seen all the images of it. And I know oh, that, that I would like it. I just like don't it. know why I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I don't know if the story makes any. Se- it makes sense, but like I don't know if there's any like continuity or like okay. what this is. But it's like an exercise in just this ridiculously shot horror movie where Nicolas Cage is just allowed to just be an absolute fucking lunatic the pictures look great it's great <laughs> and he does he does uh he has some skill that they never introduce in the movie that he he 
it comes to fruition about three quarters of the way through the movie. Good enough for me. And he develops the the thing with which he uh, carries out his axe. Okay. And it's fu- it's fucking it so is pretty, it's weird. It's tapped, right? Now, was this a theatrical release? Do you I know? don't think so. I don't think it was either. I don't think but. so. And uh, um, I forget the name of the director, but he did um, uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow or something like that. Like it was another like. Um, oh, okay. Experimental horror movie kind of thing. Yeah, Beyond the Black Rainbow. Beyond the Black is, Rainbow. Is definitely yeah. What it is, yeah. Yeah, and uh, um, another kind of weird movie, mm-hmm. but like super well shot. It has like that 80s feel. I got to watch it. You got to watch it. Gotta you de- have to watch I gotta, it. I gotta definitely and the only it. reason it's at number 10 before we get to here. Yeah, it probably would be higher. Yeah. It would be higher. All right. Number nine on our 13 best horror movies of the decade, Creep. Again, in this one, I, I can say I screwed up. Because I forgot to put this on my Should list. Have, it was high on my list. It was it high is, on your list. It is gross. It is weird. It is unsettling. Yeah, very unsettling, off-putting. Right? Very, off-putting. And that's the, the unsettling aspect. A lot of it's shot in uh, you know, POV. <laughs> yeah, not like I, that. I, I got gotcha. you. It's shot like a handheld camera. Yeah. The guy's behind the camera, and he's talking to, um, um, he's talking to I forget the guy, the character's name. Uh, but it's one of the, it's Mark Duplass, but I forget the name. He gives yeah, him like yeah, four yeah. different names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was the name of the, the werewolf mask? Oh. Do you remember? It was like Mr. Something. Oh, God. It was something really frustrating. Again, it was something like, like gross. Yeah, it was something gross. Peach fuzz. Peach fuzz. That's what it was. <laughs> Awful. And he's doing the peach fuzz dance. Like, that Awful. was the most unsettling The mask movie. is really bad. Yeah, the, the, uh, the guy's the name, the, the video, uh, the vi- videographer? Yeah. Was named Aaron. Yes. Uh, and he's meeting Joseph. Or jo- Joseph. Joseph. Jo- with Joseph. Soft J? So I, it might be. But um, this one... This one, and so Mark Duplass, who like did all of it, like he uh, was the lead in it. He mm-hmm. like co-produced it. I, I think actually the other guy in it wrote it. The guy who, like the two the two main actors in it, are the two guys that like did everything. It's yes. like one of those type of deals. Yes. And it is just it came out on Netflix and it kind of came out of nowhere, right? Like I remember a few years ago when we saw it. I think you might have watched it first. Or you got to watch this. And I'm watching. It, I'm like, what is going on here? It yeah. was just so weird the whole time. And there's a lot of movies. Me and Shine were talking about paranormal activity uh, earlier in the month, and like those movies, whether it's found footage or whether like whatever it is, that type of talking to the camera. There's a lot of horror movies like that, but they did a different kind of twist on it. Right, than this one. So it wasn't just the same old like, look at this camera, we must have found it. And no, like, yeah. Oh, we found this, but there's actually and oh, and some of the st- some of the scenes and some of the scenes with him like, in the bathtub. Like, oh, the bathtub. Like, yeah. But then even like the ending is is really well done. Now Creep Two, I didn't hate, but it was nowhere near as good. No, it was the same idea. I think yeah. the end of that movie was good. Yeah. When they, I mean, can I give it away? Can I yeah, yeah, away? yeah. Go ahead. When yeah. you think that he's gone, yeah, and then he sees her on the train, yeah. like at the end, like yeah. that's when the camera he has the camera now. Because I think the difference was Creep One the. Uh, I like that guy better than I liked the girl in Creep Two. Yes, you know, and I yeah. so I was like more into Creep One, and it was just it was newer and all that other stuff. But yep. that one was, whew, boy, was that one good. So coming in at number eight, and again, the reason why this one is so I have a reason for this one being so low. Uh, yeah, Let Me In. I think that was yeah two thousand two thousand ten. I think I think it just squeaks just squeaked in. in. Yeah. Um, the reason I had this not on my list is because I like the original better, and I know it's the same director. It's basically shot for shot. Um, but there's something about the kids in the original movie that are they're much scarier. They're better. It's definitely 
better, but this one is close. Like, there's a lot of times where, like, the grudge or, like, you know, certain movies, even the ring, actually, the ring was good. The ring both, was good. both versions yeah. were. But a lot of times you just try to adapt a movie and you're like, oh, this isn't. This isn't quite as good. But this one, I thought they did a great job. This is like a young Chloe Grace Moretz. Yes. And she's really good. And the kid who plays, um, you know, the, her friend or the guy who like finds yeah. her or whatever, like I think he's her good. And Richard Jenkins is really good in this. Yes. Um, and again, I find that, and this is going to sound like the two child actors were a little, uh, they look like child actors. Like they were yeah. cutesy. Yeah. And in the, I believe it's like the Swedish version or something. Yeah. Is it Norway or something. Yes. Um, those kids were freaky looking, mm-hmm. and I think that added to it a little bit. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was it was Swedish, and there's and it a, came out two years earlier. Yeah, and I think there was a little bit more implied violence in the Swedish version. This one is a little bit more right. in your face. Yep, for yep. American audience. as as they would. Yeah, right for for American audience. Yes, yeah, so you haven't seen either one. I would watch either one if you get your hands on it. Obviously, let the right one in is a little bit better, but Let Me In is definitely a good spinoff of it. And Matt Reeves is the director who's doing the mm-hmm. Batman coming up, so that one is definitely really good. Number seven on my list uh, didn't make your list. It was super high on my list, though, and that's another one where I don't know. Maybe do you not consider it a horror, or maybe did you just not like it? I got the address wrong. Okay, number because I, I always you do. always do <laughs> coming in at number seven ten Cloverfield Lane mm-hmm. one of my favorites of course Mary Elizabeth Winstead and uh, John Goodman put on an unbelievable performance one it's, was a tour de force I would John call Goodman. it a, I would call it a tour de force yep they're just trapped down in this uh, bunker and you can't tell the whole time whether John Goodman has kidnapped them or is like planning like, what's he planning on doing is he actually saving them and. The whole time you're going in, you're saying, well, I was told this is in the Cloverfield universe, right. which was a surprise and not the original intention of the movie either. I guess they, this was written separately, mm-hmm. and it was like, here we go. And then Cloverfield, which came out a couple years earlier, they ended up tying it into Cloverfield. But when this movie was first making the rounds, I think even like the trailer came out, and you didn't even know what it was, no. right? Didn't they no, change the name of it then, Yeah, like too? a lot of... It was called like Project Whatever, but like... Um, a lot of Abrams movies or what says stuff he produces, mm-hmm. like they do that. Remember that movie that he did with Spielberg, uh, Super Eight or something like that? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Like yeah. he had no idea what that was about. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of like his thing. Like yeah, the he, movie was called The Cellar. Right. It was called The Cellar, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh no, it's going to be in uh, the Cloverfield universe." And Which, you're like, "All right." It seemed a little bit forced. It didn't have to. No. But then again, I don't even know, would you have seen it if it wasn't? I mean, maybe, I think it's one of these movies that over time you would have seen it, because you're like, oh, John Goodman, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, you would have. But I heard, oh, Cloverfield, shared universe, where do I, let's, well, go. let's go. I saw this in the theater, I remember. Yeah, but I didn't, but I, I saw it, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. The acting is off the charts. Yes. The acting is so off the charts, and it's there's a lot of uh, tension, I would say. Yeah, and it's it's there's three people mm-hmm. in a cellar, mm-hmm. like a like a fallout shelter, you know, you said John Goodman's trying to keep these two people who are strangers. That's up, it. You know, in there with him. And then there's a voice. Uh, there's a voice uh, that you hear in the movie, and it's actually Bradley Cooper. At no one kidding. Point. Yeah, yeah. So you don't see him, but you you hear him. But, How about that? Uh, I got that at number uh, seven. seven. Right, number six. Number six. And this one again, a hot button one for us, but one of my favorites. I think this was the, at the tippity top of my list, kind of towards the bottom. You're not even at all. Not on my list. Yeah, which is surprising to me. Yeah, I didn't care for uh, it. Which is the Babadook. The Babadook. The Babadook. This was like an old. I remember this was like a pick of the podcast for you back when it came out. I yeah, like, and this I is think a long this, time running. This this 
started a string of like jeans picks where like your wife was like anything that Correct. I recommend she's like I'm not watching she it. She hated the Babadook. I loved it. I didn't hate it. I, I just it. it wasn't for me. Um I again we've seen slasher movies, we've seen monster movies, we've seen all of these things and to tie this was kind of the first one I saw to to have like a a bigger idea. Mm. Um it was scary, super scary at times. Yes. Was, yeah. Yeah, no, there were scary yeah. moments for sure. No, no, and no. And one of the most saying, yeah. unintentionally funny moments of any movie. Which part when was she's that? freaking out at the kid and she turns and he's like, Why can't you just be normal? And he goes like, Ah, he like screams <laughs> at her. Like I th- I laughed out loud. I yeah. thought that was the funniest thing. Yeah. But um, you know, a troubled mother and kid um yeah, dealing kids, with a loss. Kids in horror movies do give you a little something Especially different. Especially ones that like do magic and yeah. you know. Um Kind of a weirdo. Kind of a weirdo. But like that, to me, you know, dealing with grief and dealing with like loss and, mm-hmm. you know. They do a job with that. And they do a really, really good job with that. And it's smart. It's a smart yeah. horror movie. It's a thinker. It is. It's a think piece. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, not not for me. It is a slow burn. Can we admit that? Yeah, yeah. It's a slow burn. Yeah. And then. Like, I forget how long the movie is. I'm not saying it's like, it's it's a huge drag, but it just, it takes, it's a little bit of a build. But I think, too, it's, you know, um. It, that's the whole idea of the movie is that the mother's dealing with this loss mm-hmm. and she's just kind of slipping like she's holding it together and then the movie just kind of goes off the rails mm-hmm. you know and that's kind of you know how that would work for and she's somebody. definitely good in that yes I mean, she's, absolutely she's really good in it all right let's go to number five on the list which i had at number one mm-hmm. that would be 2013's the conjuring this movie i believe is the only movie ever to date which was given an r rating because it was, quote, too scary. And it was. It was so scary. But that's the point, because it was funny. So my niece, so I think it's nine, maybe nine, going to be ten soon. She wants to watch horror movies. And her mom's like, yeah, okay, she can watch horror movies. I'll, she didn't watch this one. I'm, Good, just, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, when we were going through and thinking of ones that she could watch, I was like, well, The Conjuring, I didn't even remember what it was rated. I was like, well, there's no, like, there's not a ton of blood if you're worried about there's blood. There's no blood. Yeah. There's no, like, there's not a lot of blood. Yeah. There's no, like, sex if you're worried about the sex part mm-hmm. of it. There's not, like, swearing if you're worried about that part of it. So I'm like, again, if you're looking for horror movies, most of them have those things. In mm-hmm. fact, most of them have all three of those things. Right. You just immediately rule it out. But then I looked it up and it was like, yeah, it's got an R rating because it was too scary. And it was, like, that house was horrifying. The story is really good. Mm-hmm. It's kind of based on a true story. And like the whole thing is so well done. It is the, then spun off onto its own Conjuring verse. Right. The movies aren't as good, but you got Conjuring 2, you got all the Annabelle movies, you got the Nun movie and all of that stuff. But this was, I think to this point, and again, it came out in 2013, I was like, this is the best horror movie I had seen in over a decade. I, I mean, and it's I unbelievable. We talked about it, and I think I said the same thing. Like, to the, I, I think the last good horror movie I saw in the theater, it was between Saw and... Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, good point. Saw like was like ring. 04, and yeah. like The Ring was even earlier than that, like 01, like probably, I had, And I hadn't seen yeah. a good one yeah. until then. It was a leap. And yeah, and I was like, wow, that was awesome. And that's what makes this decade so good, I think, is like The Conjuring. And on our list, it comes in at number five. But the fact that that... That sort of anchors it because that's like a real scary story, and again, it's it's its own thing. It's not like a reboot or and they've since done yeah. sequels, but it's its own thing, and it is just terrifying. And I I I'm happy that it found its place in the top five because yeah. that's absolutely where it belongs. Yes. Um, number four, uh, another one where mm. we may differ on this. Um, Get out. I liked it. Again, I really liked. It. I like it. Like I like it significantly more than a quiet place. But Get Out for me had some of that. Up, appeal to and not just that not just 
oh, you don't like it because everybody likes it. But it's one of those ones where it was 100% Rotten Tomatoes, best movie of the year, best movie of the decade, and people were losing their minds over it. And I'm like, this is very good. It's not necessarily scary as much as it is, like, messed up. Yeah. And I said it then, and I actually, Jordan Peele even mentioned it himself, but it's very Stepford Wives-esque. Everybody right. made it out to be way more original than it really was. That's my beef on it. Yeah, and I think, because people, you know, the step they did a Stepford Wives remake with, like, Nicole Kidman, oh, but no one, it was horrible. Broderick it was horrible. horrible. Yeah. Um, again, I think why this movie had such a big impact for me, much like the Bob, because I think I saw them, like, mm-hmm. right next to each other. Um, was that horror movies don't have to be silly. They don't have to be stupid. They don't have to be like mm-hmm. just like run and gun slasher movies. Like you can actually, you know, do some things creatively in a horror universe, which is, you mm-hmm. know, and mix some things together, you know. And there is a little bit of comedy in this too. Um, was a, oh, yeah, for sure. Was, who's the guy who played Lil Rel Lil Rel Yeah, he's, he's funny. He's, he's really good in it. it. Yeah. Um, but again, just a smart movie, a very well written, very well directed movie. Um, and I really, really enjoyed. Get Did you Out. ever see the movie The Perfection with Allison Williams? No, that was like no, one of the. Don't worry about okay, it. Okay, yeah, because no, I no, think I was no, going no, to, no, no, and no, I don't. mentioned it to you because I saw the trailer. I'm like, this comes out this week. I think it was like a pick yeah, of the pod, yeah, it was. and then you saw it, and you're like, don't. No, like right. there's a couple of like messed up parts in it, but I just mm-hmm. because she's in this and she's really good in this as, yeah. as like. Are, are we on her it, side? Are we not on her side? Pictures and stuff. Oh yeah, that was really good. But she plays like a crazy character in The Perfection too. Uh, number three on our list, and I was just re-watching this the other day, Green Room. Excellent. Which is available on Netflix right now. If you have not seen Green Room, it is awesome. Definitely a uh, kind of off-the-radar thing. I don't even know if it was in theaters, and if it was, it had to be limited release, Very, yeah. and it had to be kind of like in and out. I don't remember it there. I remember all of a sudden it was available on demand like a couple years ago, and that's when people were talking about it, because it came out, I believe, in 15, but Green Room is awesome. Anton Yelchin. Pick of the pod. Yeah. He is the uh, lead character here. Also, maybe from Arrested Development mm-hmm. is in it. Uh, another girl who you'll recognize, and she's, I forget her name. She's going to be in the Black Christmas remake coming out. She's sort of like a co star in this. And then Patrick Stewart plays this neo Nazi, which is like leader out of awesome. nowhere. I don't know. For like a small budget horror movie. And like the plot is just kind of. Okay. I believe the actress you're look, the actress's name you're looking for is Imogen Poots. Uh, yeah, crazy name, right? <laughs> it's a terrible name. She's she's good though in it. But yeah, this is a uh, a weird type of movie, right? Where you have like a punk band, they go to like a bar, they get booked a gig at a bar with like a bunch of skinheads it's in the middle of nowhere. It's a skinhead party. Yeah, they out, do, and like, they don't know that it's a skinhead party. No, right? And it's out in like the northwest, mm-hmm. and they go and then they stumble upon like a dead body. So now they're essentially witness to that. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, all right, well, we can't let these witnesses leave. So you're not going to leave. That's basically the movie. Yeah. But all the, like, there's, there are some twists to it and it's just, it's gross. It has like a dirty feeling to it. Oh, scummy. Like, Cause it's, it's like the fucking, dirty. it's like a dump of a bar. Yeah. And so you just feel gross the whole time anyway. Uh, it's like a, like a, like a rotted out, like warehouse almost kind yeah. of feel to it. Like, a, yeah, it's weird. And then they call it green room because, that's where they are. Like they were the band that was going to play there, so yeah. they're going to, like they have like their green room, which is certainly not nothing special, right? But that's where they were, and then I mean, shit hits the absolute fan. But it is, it's good. Like it's one that I know not everybody has seen, so I always recommend it when people yeah. are looking for horror movies. I'm always like, check out Green Room. Um, the next one, I think this is this is one we both had it too. Love. Yep. Um, I think uh, two or three. Yeah. yeah both of us. Uh, Don't breathe. Awesome. Which is, um, I believe. The kid, uh, the kid in in this movie, reasons why. 
Yeah, so he was up for the role of Spider-Man at the same time he was doing this, and I don't think he got Spider-Man, and he did this instead. Dylan Minnette. Yep. He's a good actor. He's a good actor. Like, and 13 Reasons Why season one I thought was solid. After that, I kind of gave up on it, but he's always good. Like, the writing and everything got out of hand on that, but he's good. He was also in a movie which just got the absolute worst reviews. I forget what the name of the movie was. 13 Reasons Why season two. <laughs> and three, apparently, yeah. which they also did. But he was in a movie that I wanted to see. Oh, The Open House. Uh, the Open House, which I think was a... Uh, Netflix movie or something, and it was apparently they got horrible reviews. But this, but this movie, it's one of those ones like we said before, where you think it's one thing and then it's not. Mm-hmm. You think it's just you know this this crazy blind guy who's like knows his house and he has weapons stashed all over the house and he's hunting these kids around. But then you're also it's a weird spot because these three kids break into his house, so you're like, well, why am I rooting for them? They yeah, just broke into his like house. They broke into this dude's house, and then something happens, and you're like, oh, oh shit. Yeah, that was and another then, one. It, yeah. Different than The Conjuring, but similar, where I saw this in the theater, too, and I was just like, holy shit. Like, this is, with all these unoriginal ideas, this is very original. And, and it, it was like, yeah. it was it was scary. And it takes place in Detroit, which yeah. at the time, like, the city of Detroit, when this movie came out, had, like, gone bankrupt. Yeah. They're not doing very well still, but, like, right, it was, right, right, it was right. pretty new. So these all these abandoned houses in, like, out, just outside of Detroit, and they're just, like, going around, like, house to house. Mm-hmm. Like you know, robbing people essentially, and they stumble upon this guy, right? Who like they claim you know, has they a think bunch they of got shit. something. Yeah, they got something, and they're gonna leave town. They're gonna you know we're gonna have a better life. You know, all very Tracy Chapman fast car kind of thing. Yep. And uh, we say I, I know we keep saying this, but like the shit hits the fan. Oh, it sure does. And then it gets uh, crackers, as you would say. It does. I would say this movie two thirds of the way into the this movie. movie gets crackers. I would think another theme that we have here on most of these movies is that a lot of them are very low budget. With huge uh, payoffs, yeah. like they, they did really well. They're also all about 90 minutes. Yep. And a lot of original ideas. Like get that's in, sort get, of been the theme here of 2010s. As we, as we say in the world, yeah. get in, get out, no fucking about. That, we've always said that. We've always said that. <laughs> we've always maintained that here on the podcast. Yeah, we do. Before we get to number one, Ryan, uh, people can kind of guess maybe at number one is, but maybe some of their favorites did not make the list. Mm-hmm. These are some of the other ones that uh, ranked high either on your list or on my list that yeah. didn't quite make it. Um, Two comedy ones yes. that we both really like. We had them ranked either lower or just off, which is why they're not on here. But if you want to make an argument for what we do in the shadows or Tucker and Dale versus Evil, which I just mentioned last podcast, both of those are great and could be on there. Also tough to kind of gauge the comedy thing. Right. right? I think so. some of these, I think a really good horror movie has a lot of good scares and one good laugh. Yeah, and, you, and they have like the other, and it's the other. It's inverse. a lot of laughs and like kind of one scary. There's one scary thing that happens in like what we do in the shadows. Right. When it was the Peter, was it with the guy? Who, oh my god! <laughs> like so the good. Nosferatu. Yeah. He like jumps out at something. Like that was like the only time <laughs> I got like, eh, you know. But like, um, super super funny movies. Really, they're both really well done, and I just think, and even with like Shaun of the Dead, like I know that's not this decade, yeah. but Shaun of the Dead was ranked super high on some, and I'm just like, well. It's weird because, as you know, based on how I've sort of interpreted some of the other ones, almost all thrillers to me are horror movies. But like the <laughs> horror comedy sometimes is more comedy, and I just yeah. I lump it into comedy. But that, I, that might be a me I problem. Would say I these are, no, these are more comedy than they are horror. Yeah. And I would say the other thing too, the other movie that I wanted to mention too, um, because I'm going to get flayed if I don't, is the uh, uh, the Evil Dead remake. Um, 
Oh yeah, that came out in thirteen, which I never saw. You it were was talking good, about it was it good enough. It was yeah. good enough, but it's not. It's it's not. It's not any better than any of these movies. We you know. Okay, but it uh, is it is worth mentioning. Some of the other ones on here, uh, Insidious, we mentioned briefly. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that one was pretty good. And you know what screwed that up for me? Didn't the fucking sequels are like all out of order, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. But I would just watch the first one. It's like anyway. one one happens, and then one, yeah. two is a prequel, and then three. Uh, it's like it's uh, all yeah. We had, uh, I actually thought, a pretty kind of smart-ish movie, even though it's not an original idea, but Happy Death Day was not bad. The sequel's trash. The yeah. sequel's now running on HBO. Don't watch that. But the original is actually kind of fun. Not a bad movie. Um, two remakes, Halloween and It. Okay, Solid. Right? Solid. Solid nothing. Yep. Certainly not deserving of top 13, but worth mentioning. You liked It Follows a lot more than I did. That's, I did. I yeah. did. Um, and there's, again, the... The reason it didn't make the list for me was the scene, the scene with the pool. I, I, and I was explaining no, yeah, after yeah, the yeah, director. Yeah. The director said after he's like, "Well, yeah, I mean they're dumb kids. Like they're just trying to. Yeah, that's a stupid plan because they don't know what they're doing." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, my chair broke. Yeah, we're all right. Out of, we're all right. Uh, oh, by the way, we didn't even mention, but we're in the house that Von D built. We are. We're, we're sitting actually sitting face to face right now. Never happened before. Never happened. I'm, ever. I'm nervous. Can't make <laughs> eye contact. Your chair keeps breaking. The chair. The chairs here. Let's be honest. I don't like to complain about a lot of things. The tra- chairs here are trash. Well, but we have bad chairs. You're talking about the house that Von D built. Here. Some of the other ones, Ryan. I don't know if you would consider it a horror movie or if you've even seen it. But Annihilation, I actually really liked the Natalie Portman joint. I haven't seen it yet. Heard good things. Right, pretty good. Uh, the Purge, uh, not bad. I like the idea. Not bad, but not not top. Not, not the best. Uh, Scream Four. Get I know you liked a lot. Out of here. Scream Four, good movie. <laughs> I didn't say Scream 3. Scream 4 is a movie. Scream 4 is really good. Scream 4 is a good movie. I love Scream 4. You're very excited to talk about Scream 4. Gerald's Game. Gerald's yeah, Game, not yeah. bad. Gerald's Game Carla Gugino. Yeah. I love her. Yeah, she was awesome. Yeah, I love that's her. That's on Netflix now. Uh, I thought you were going to put Hereditary on your list. Uh, I'm surprised. Yeah, I, that's one of the ones that slipped through. I, it's just too pull. It's. I watched it again. Okay. I, I get what you're saying. I still like it. It is, I get what you're saying. It is a little slow, and it's... Tony Collette is so she, good. Oh. She almost convinces you it's a good movie, but it's not. It's just her performance is incredible. It's yeah, that's she's how I view it. Unbelievable in that movie. Again, another one that was sold to us as like this generation's Exorcist, and I'm watching. I'm like, no, nah, it's not. It's not. It's not. Yeah. Uh, the Babysitter was like a fun horror movie. That's the one with Bella Thorne. Is yes. On Netflix. Yeah. Yes. Piranha 3D, another kind of fun. three double D, three double D, that, which is the sequel. Yeah. Would you consider Split a horror movie? Split is that the one with the that's more McAvoy. like McAvoy, uh, all the different characters. Ish. James McAvoy. Oh, no, what's the with Splice? Is the one where they make? Like, oh no, the, no I'm not yeah. talking about Splice. Yeah, uh, the visit. Not yeah, horrible. I like that. Not, yeah, yeah, I'm just I'm just throwing it out Sneaky there. Sneaky good Shyamalan movie. Yeah. All right, that's I think most of the ones. But that's that see, like we're, like we're saying, like we just talked about 30 movies. That's a good decade. It's that's a, a good great, decade. That's three a year. Huh. Three good horror movies in ten years. Should we get to number one? On three the list good, right? three good horror movies a year for ten years. Right. Like that's, that's good. That's insane. Yeah. All right, number one on the list. It might have a little bit of uh, controversy. Because of what we just said. Because of what we just said about what we do in the shadows and what we said about Tucker and Dale versus Evil. But tell us why you think this is more horror movie than it is comedy. Because... Oh, actually, tell us what the movie is and then tell yeah. us why. The movie is Cabin in the Woods, which yes. is our number... Well, you and I both... I had it one and you had, I had it two. It, I think two, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. I had it one, you had it two. Uh, why don't you just leave the chair? Why don't you just leave it? I am having a hard time with the chair. <laughs> I'm having a hard time with the chair. Actually, I did not have it too, but either way, I had it very high and it, it, it got the most points. And it's Drew Goddard, who is a, a disciple of Joss Whedon. So it's super well written. He mm-hmm. also was the, the showrunner for Daredevil. Right. Um, right, right, so, right. Um, really well written. And 
they takes this idea because how many times can you see a group of people going to a cabin in the woods and monsters appear? Right. And what they did is they built like this organization or like this world where that happens all the time because like it has to. Right. You know, you know what I mean? Oh, it's like, all orchestrated. You have these guys in suits that yeah. are just nonchalant. Like, this is what it has to do. And there's a greater purpose for it. There's a yeah. big reason for it. So it's like there's sort of like a double twist almost. It's a double like a twi- twist and then a twist. Because at first, when you just see the name of the movie and when you just see like one of the trailers, you're like, all right, is this going to be like a, or even like, like Evil Dead again? Yeah, or, or what are we like doing the, here? The first 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah. And like, you're just like, Jesus Christ. And it's always like teenagers who are like, look way too old, like Chris Hemsworth's in it. Old he's like, teenagers. Look super old. And they're all sort of, just you know, banging, pigeonholed into like what they are. Like, like here's the, the stoner. jock guy, the yeah. stoner right. guy. Yeah. And like the, girl. the the girl who came along last minute who like just broke up with her boyfriend, yeah. you know, like, like stuff like that. Uh-huh. And they have to get all of these people together in a room in order for like this ritual to happen. And the and it's just so clever. It is clever. It's smart, you know, and I. You think you're walking into that movie, and then they okie doke you like two or three times. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, but again, the the thing we're gonna get flack for is like the funniest part is like was it Bradley Whitfield and uh, what's Richard Jenkins? Richard Jenkins in this list twice. Yeah. Um, they're kind of running this whole operation, and it kind of goes south. It goes sideways for them. Yeah. Um, but the people are like taking bets. Oh my on, god! Like, yeah. oh, whatever they touch, like that's the mon- it has to be random. Like whatever they mm-hmm, fuck within the mm-hmm. house, like that's the type of monster. And he really wanted mermaids. He wanted mermans. Merman, mermen, or mermen? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he wanted the mermen so bad. Yeah, couldn't get him. And they were taking bets on what they were going to touch. And, and like, then ultimately, the merman gets him. Merman gets him. <laughs> yeah, but just uh, yeah, it's like hillbillies. What what gets him for like is it hillbillies? Oh, it's like every rednecks. It's like oh, they might send them after them. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen it in a little bit, but it is. It's, it's definitely smart. worth a watch. And yeah. if you're a horror fan... Oh, it's got everything. It's got everything. And intentionally, like, it's... That's the why the movie was made. Yeah. So you could, like, see all of these things and... What do you think is the scariest movie on the list? The scariest movie on the list? Because I think it might be The Conjuring. Like, yeah. straight scariest. Straight where it's like, if you woke up in the middle of the night and it was pitch black and you're looking around and if, I think... If you had watched any of them that night, mm-hmm. that one would probably stick with you the most. Uh, that, I would say, between... The Conjuring would be one, yeah. But then, like two A, two B are Creep and Sinister to me. Yeah, yeah. Sinister did leave you with like a oh boy. But Creep, Creep is like a different kind of scary. It is. Yeah, it's it like, is. You know, it's not like ju- there's like a couple jumps, but it's just like I know what the like. If you just, I found myself staring at the screen with the WTFs like yeah, yeah. several times, and then like what for sure is going on for sure. But holy smokes, that's a good list, and we should maybe compile. We don't have to do whole episodes on it, but it'd be interesting to take. Even top tens of other decades and see how this stacks up. Because just off the top of my head, I'm guessing it stacks up pretty well. It's got to stack. And I was thinking about it as you were saying it. Like the 70s is kind of like the, the introduction to kind of like the, the horror genre, like what that could be. Yeah. And then you have in the 80s, you have all your heavy hitters show up. Yeah, you the know, 80s, because it was The Shining was, uh, what year was The Shining? It was 1980, eight. exactly. Yeah. So it could, the 70s could have used that. But so 1980, so that really gets the ball rolling. You get like Freddie, Jason, Michael Myers. No, Myers Well, well Myers is 78, but you get in that two, decade. Yeah, and then you get, like, you get like Hellraiser, and you mm-hmm. get Chucky, and you get... Evil Dead. The, the Leprechaun. <laughs> no, Leprechaun had to be 90s, right? Had to know. be. With uh, Aniston? Maybe not. I thought it was like 88, 89. Oh, yeah, maybe you're right. Let me see. Leprechaun. <laughs> Leprechaun movies. 
Oh God, for God's sake, Jesus! We're never gonna find it. <laughs> like Mike Francesa on his. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like sitting in front of my computer with IMDb open. I should have just done it myself. Yeah, it's, it's available. Um, ninety three. So yeah, yeah. So it was nineties. Okay. But this the the 80s is like your your steroid the, era of you know it was of horror movies where you just get the big boys swinging for the fences. It is well, Texas Chainsaw was also 70s. I bet 70s is the best horror because if you want to take top five, right? So if you want to say for our list, that's even easier to boil it down. Cabin in the Woods, Don't Breathe, Green Room, Get Out, The Conjuring, and stack that up against uh, The Exorcist, Jaws, Halloween. Dawn of the Dead, and like the original Black Christmas. Like the the best argument stuff. could be made. It could be made. It, it could be made because the best of the eighties would be The Shining, A Nightmare on Elm Street, Evil Dead Two, The Thing. Oh, The Thing. The Thing's awesome. fucking awesome. And what like uh, Poltergeist, American Werewolf in London. I did like it. That's another one. It's like is that a comedy or Friday the Thirteenth? Maybe. Yeah. That's pretty good too, but I think definitely when you look at like the most recent run here, like the the two thousand, like the early two thousands, was kind of a dry dry patch. Yeah, kind of a dry. Patch. You had some high, like you said, we had some high points. We had like the Ring and Saw yeah. and like all yeah. that stuff. So yeah, those are they were those Saw movies. That was those. Huh? Oh god. Yeah. Anything else, Ryan? No, this was fun. This, this was, was fun. Exercise. I'm glad this we thought this up. This was good. This was this was our idea. Although, you like the twist? The top 13 is a twist. That's a twist. It's like a Shyamalan twist. We did. Everyone's like, oh, top 10. Here we go. No. What's the spookiest number? Three, but probably 13. It's 13. I don't, I, don't, yeah. I, I don't like the number 13. No. I'm a little worried about putting it in the episode title, in the description, but sometimes what, you got to live dangerously. Well, they don't put you know? 13 floors in buildings, Richard. It's bad luck. Nope. Nope. Just saying. All right. I guess... We don't really know how to end an episode anymore. We used to do a lot of episodes. We used, and we used to, to end all the episodes, used, but I don't know how to end them. You used to say like you were oh, fiend for mojitos. I yeah. used, well, that is my classic yeah. catchphrase. Mojitos, yeah. But you used to also leave us with like a safety tip, and I think especially this time of year because people are scared of ghosts and goblins and Draculas, yeah. Ryan. But you know what really the number one killer is? The <laughs> diabetes? No, from well, Halloween? No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought. Well, I thought you were going to say. Yeah. Uh, clearly, I misread your signals. <laughs> I thought you were going to remind us about the 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 terrible effects of asbestos. Oh yeah, right. Don't breathe. Okay. Um, don't breathe if you're in an area. Make sure you're properly ventilated. But I also right. want to warn those kids. Out you're there, worried if you're about going, yeah. If you're going out trick or treating, stay away diabetes. from diabetes. Yeah, and stay away from the homemade treats because razor people blades ri- and apples. People put razor blades in apples because you you would just take a random apple from somebody, right? I might. And stay. Here's what a if pro I was a tip. teacher? You're a teacher. Has the kid ever brought you an apple? No, never. Huh. Um, I would say though, pro tip. Yeah. If you have a dentist in your in your neighborhood, don't go there. Skip it. He's giving you a toothbrush and he's giving yep. you like a pack floss. of floss. Yeah. yeah. Maybe some stickers. No. Bozo. Do you have a favorite uh, trick or treat candy? Uh, anything. Anyone who puts out full size stuff, like you're, you're, uh, that guy, you're a G. That guy or gal is killing it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good spot. If you if you put out like full size Snickers bars, mm-hmm. if you make the trip, you you put in the time and effort, and you go to Costco mm. and you get that. Right. I also Costco's look at that person. Sh- Every time I look at that person, because there was one person in my town growing up that would do full size, and it was the one person in that town that had money. Oh yeah. And but God bless them. They it's did. They, they actually they gave it back. They gave you it know, back. They, they paid it forward. Yeah. They said, "There's one town." They're like, "Oh, did you guys stop by the one mansion yet?" We're like, "Yeah, we did." That's, yeah, we did. No, did you know it's the full size candy bar? I have my close satchel? second. Close second were the people who were like, "Don't ring the doorbell, just take the candy." Yeah, they didn't have candy long though. No, they didn't. No, it's especially if it was good. Yeah. Um. 
But That's yeah. true. You just empty that like a bunch of cowards. <laughs> well, uh, so what do you uh, what do you want to do now? You want to hang out or, or what's we could hang out? We could, we could wrestle. Now that we're in person, how about a good Indian leg wrestle? You want to do that? I don't know what that is. Yeah, you do. I don't. It's when you lay on your back and you kick the legs up. Do you want to show you, me? I'll show you later. <laughs> All right. I'll show you off here. All right. Thanks for listening so much. You can uh, rate, review, and subscribe on the iTunes. That always helps us. And follow us at Dork Podcast. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. The bones are their money. Then their worms are their dollars. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.